next door neighbor. Hey guys, welcome back to the next door neighbor. Today I'm launching my new series, Occupation Destination, where I basically interview a bunch of people with different occupations, see what their life is like, and so much more. In today's episode, I interview someone who also is so kind and so generous enough to do a cool giveaway. So you need to stay tuned and listen to today's episode to see all the details and know what the giveaway is. So without further ado, let's just get straight into today's episode. Introducing my dad's client, an investor who invests in big companies like SpaceX, smaller companies to get them going, and overall changes the world, Mr. Jason Kim. Hey, Katie. It's nice to meet you. I finally get the chance to go. Uh, um, so a little bit about me. Um, I live in New York. Uh, I'm a lawyer by trade, like your father. Um, a VC. And uh, a VC is a venture capital capitalist. Um, I'm essentially an, an investor who likes to put, likes to invest in companies and support founders who have really great ideas. So what have you invested in so far? Um, that's a really good question. Uh, you know, the firm that I work with has invested in, you know, a pretty interesting group of companies. We've invested in everything from beverage businesses to space companies like SpaceX. Oh, yeah. I heard or about aero, that. you know, kind of aerospace or, yeah, or aero defense companies or aerospace telecommunication companies. But we generally like to invest in companies that have some impact on consumers, meaning that regular people like me and you could actually touch it, see it, or feel it. Uh, we don't necessarily make pure technology investments uh, because sometimes you can't see the technology, you know, you can't feel it, touch yeah. it, use it. Um, but, you know, when we invest, we really invest in companies that we believe in and, and really, you know, more importantly, the people that are behind it. So, um, and we enjoy what we do very much. So how did you get into the um, venture capitalist industry? Oh, that's a great question. So I don't think anybody, you know, goes into investing professionally because they want to do it. I guess there are some people um, that do, but I think for the most of us, you know, we graduate from college, not kind of knowing what we want to do. And then, you know, uh, then we try different jobs and I eventually worked with a company um, that sold clothing and that business then got investments and we built a company and we sold the company. And because of that experience, um, that kind of wanted me to go into finance. Um, and then I started kind of working in that industry and then that eventually led to partners to do it full time. Cool. So what was your like very first paying job? Oh, my first paying job that amounted to anything was really with, um, at the time it was a, a startup and, uh, it was a clothing company called J crew and J. Uh, crew? yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you oh, heard of the company? From there. Yeah. Me and my brother get clothes from there. Oh, that's awesome. So your first job was working at J crew. Did you, did you have like anything special like you did? Were, were you like the manager or like? Um, that's a great question. Yeah. So because when I started at the company, it was so small, all of us who got hired did different things. So I didn't really have a specific role. I, 
helped a lot of different business issues and business functions. Back when I started, um, it was such a small company. Everybody who got hired kind of did everything. So I grew up with the company doing a lot of different functions at the company from general business operations to um, helping with sales, marketing, customer service. And then I eventually uh, ran their internet division. And this was probably before you were born, but back then, um, buying on the internet was pretty new to people. So it was very exciting for me to be able to build a website and see people come online and go buy things from jcrew.com. So you built a website, so like you code? I don't code, but um, I kind of managed that entire process as the um, kind of person in charge of it, right? So I, you know, hired all the developers, um, put the team together so that we can launch the website. And then, you know, we could start taking orders and giving customers, you know, the kind of clothing that they want. Well, that's so cool. I love J.Crew. Um, so now that you're a venture capitalist, what is like a typical day in your life? Oh, what a great question. Um, it's really exciting because you meet, you know, new companies and new founders who are just beginning their life trying to create something like that. Um, so typically I'll get up, um, I'll meet with my team so that we arrange our schedule for the day. And then most of the afternoon is spent talking to companies or their or founders and listening to their ideas and their products um, and see if, you know, we can work together um, so that we can fund some of these companies so that they can become, you know, really successful. Um, and all of us, like, you know, you, your parents, myself, all of us can actually use them, use some of these products and um, have some value in our lives for them. Well, is there any company that you invested in and now like you use on a regular day basis? Um, one comes to mind is a company called Toy Box. Um, they made, you know, the founder and the team come from Microsoft oh. and they were developers, uh, coders, as you, you might say. And they created a 3D printing machine for children um, that allows you to print thousands of different types of toys, which I think is really cool. So, you know, you could buy the machine and you could, you know, print action figures and dinosaurs and cars and, uh, you know, it'll, it'll print it right for you from it, from the, from the machine, instead of having to, for you to go to a store and, and buy the same toy, which I think is really cool because you could do it from your house. Well, that is really cool. I mean, I wish I had that when I was younger. Um, so what's like the hardest thing that you have you have encountered um, while working as a venture capitalist? I think the hardest thing to do is, that, that, at least that I've encountered, is really trying to understand what the vision of a founder is for their company um, and how they want their product to be used in the market, right? Um, and, and that's hard because not everybody understands what they're thinking sometimes. So if you created a company one day and you had an idea, um, not everybody will really understand your idea other than you. So I think the hardest thing for me is to really try to understand, you know, how people want their dreams to come true and how people want them, you know, how they see people using their products.
Well, that must be pretty difficult, but um, some pretty random question is what keeps you up at night? Oh, wow. That's a tough question. Um, I don't think it has anything to do with my work. Um, I think at the end of the day, for me, I want to make sure that, you know, like you, you know, whatever I'm doing is making people feel happy. Um, you know, and obviously being happy means different things to different people. So um, at night I try to think about, you know, whether I'm doing whatever I'm doing in my life is really making people happy at the end of the day. So do you think that making people happy is like kind of the reason that you've been so successful? I think it's part of the reason because I think, you know, you should always follow your dreams. Um, it's so, also, I think, I, I also think it's the fact that, you know, you also want to make a difference in people's lives, right? So to be happy, you want to make sure that whatever you're doing is making a difference. And I think if it's making a difference, um, then you're doing something good for this world. Nice. So my dad told me that you're involved with Girl Scouts. I am. Wow. Your dad's a smart guy. Yeah, I never did Girl Scouts for the one and only reason that I was kind of busy with sports and stuff, but I love their cookies, so that's kind of all I all I have with Girl Scouts. So, like, how'd you get involved with Girl Scouts? You know, I have some family members who are who've interacted with it or have been members and kind of grew up with it over the years, so I kind of went to some of their functions. Um, and one day I met the CEO of the company um, and I was very honored that she wanted me to get involved and figure out ways to help out. So I started doing that. And then eventually they asked me to join and, uh, you know, obviously I'm a guy and I'm not a Girl Scout, but, <laughs> you know, I, <laughs> but I want to help as much as I can. Yeah. So like, what exactly do you do like on the Girl Scouts team? So I'm uh a trustee at the Girl Scouts, which means that I try to help raise money for the company and uh, um, give them ideas on how to really expand their influence and help, you know, through helping girls and empowerment. People don't realize not everybody can afford to be a Girl Scout, right? There's a cost, there's a membership fee. Um, and there's a lot of children, you know, you know, little girls who just don't come from families who can even afford the fee. So we do everything we can um, to try to get good people involved who care about that so that, you know, the people who can't afford it, um, you know, could, you know, could still put their kids into the Girl Scouts and give them the same chance that, you know, every other girl has in this country. Yeah. So talking about like how it costs, how much it costs to be a Girl Scout, what advice do you have for girls to get onto the road for financial freedom? Oh, wow. You're asking tough questions today. You're being tough on me. Um, I think it's really important for girls to understand. Um, first of all, it's really understand. It, it's really important for girls today to have self-confidence, um, that they could succeed on their own um, and have people empower them with the tools to do that. And I'll start there because I think the road to financial freedom really begins with you know, girls like you who have the confidence to be able to say, I can do it on my own and I don't need anybody to do that. 
And I think, um, you know, early on, I think girls that are exposed to anything, whether it's school program, whatever that environment is that helps them, you know, really have that kind of self-confidence is a really big thing because once you have that self-confidence and obviously you're a go-getter because you have your own podcast, but once you have that self-confidence towards some sort of financial and kind of maybe social freedom, right? Because ultimately you don't want to be dependent on anything, you know, to be happy. Right. I always say you can't make other people happy if you're not happy yourself. Yeah. Um, and so in terms of the financial aspect of it, I think it's very important for anybody, whether it's girls or not, or boys to understand how to save money and, you know, and not waste money, um, you know, and, and, and that's really learned through values, right? So for example, do you need an extra toy today? Yeah, I think with, when it comes to financial when it comes to the financial freedom piece of your question, um, I think it's just important for, for girls to understand that, you know, save, saving money is very important, right? Yeah. You don't necessarily have to spend money on, you know, you know if, if, if you get an allowance, for example, you don't have to go and spend that on candy or an extra toy. Yeah. Um, you know, if, if you put that aside and you, know, you, you even put it in a cookie jar, you know, it kind of adds up right yeah and and you know it might not be a lot of money but i think what you learn is you know how to be very responsible with that money and 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 you know and and learn kind of how saving money could really have a um positive effect in your life right to give you that kind of freedom so you're learning by doing that behaviorally you're actually learning how to be financially independent, not necessarily not buying another piece of toy. Does that make sense? Yeah. And, and, you know, if you learn that behavior, if you have that behavior and you learn those values, I think those, those things will help you become very successful as you go to college and you get a job and, you know, you make more money. Right. Um, you know, I'll give you a personal story. I actually have the same outlook on how I spend money when I was younger and I was a kid going through college as I do now. So what that means is it doesn't really matter how much money I make. I still approach almost everything I do with the same mindset. And I think that's the reason why, you know, I have some freedom financially because I, I have a savings. People don't realize this, but most Americans actually don't have savings. And if you look at that specifically for women and, you know, uh, as girls become women, they have less of it. So I think it's really important to learn how to save and understanding the meaning of a dollar, you know? Yeah. Well, pretty tough question, but answer fabulous. I feel a lot better about this now because I recently opened a Roth IRA, even though I know I'm not retiring anytime soon. I just know that when you're a kid, you have a lot of time and that's what like everyone's telling me. You have so much time, you have so much time. So yeah, I've been saving some stuff. What you 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 opened up a Roth IRA? Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, I have. Oh my gosh! And I've invested in Apple and some index fund things. Oh my gosh! I'm so shocked. <laughs> You're, I'm speechless. You you you've done more than like most Americans in this country. Wow, that's crazy. 
Maybe I should be maybe I should be taking investment advice from you. Oh uh, yeah, I think you'd be better. But <laughs> when you were younger, <laughs> uh, when you were younger, did you have like anyone you specifically looked up to as a mentor or anything? Um. Wow, another good question. Um, I th- I guess at different points in my life, I had different mentors, right? So at your age your parents are going to be your mentors, but, and so were my, so were mine. But when I went to college, I had some professors who were mentors. And then when I went to the business life, um, I had a couple that were very caring about me. Um, they were also very tough on me because they wanted me to grow. And uh, I was very appreciative of that tough love because it made me a stronger person. Um, so to answer your question, yes, I did have a couple mentors. Um, I can't really name who they are in college because I had a, a bunch of different teachers, but in the business world, obviously the founder of J crew was a mentor. Um, even some of our partners that we have the firm who are much older were mentors to me. So yes, I, I did have a lot of help along the way. So throughout your entire career so far, what has been like the highlight of it? My high, I think the, the highlight of my, the, you know, the, the best things about my career is that I get to work. I go back to people. And I think at every stage of my business life, I've been, I've been very fortunate to meet some really caring, unique individuals, you know, whether it's building companies or investing in them. Um, there's always a couple people that kind of stand out. And those individuals um, are very unique. And I learn a lot, even from, you know, for example, your dad, I think is a very unique individual serving in the venture system. And I've, and, you know, over the years, I've learned quite a bit from him too. Cool. So uh, we're also going to do a quick rapid fire little segment. So yeah, these are yes or no questions. Um, so yeah. Was being a venture capitalist uh, your dream job? No. Uh, do you enjoy your job, though? Yes. Would you do this job if no one ever paid you? Yes. And do you think there's gender equality in your industry? No. And um, this is no more rapid fire because if you, I had two different <laughs> questions for this. Um, because there isn't gender equality in your industry, what do you think um, people can do to help that situation? I think, you know, for me, I really believe that, you know, women and minorities should be given an opportunity. Um, and I think more of these, more companies have to hire and take those chances um, and provide more support, right? So they grow and they kind of understand, um, you know, how to grow within that type of system. But at the same time, um, you also want the individuals to be able to rise to the level and compete with their peers. Yeah. So that's a very, that's a very complex question that you're asking me, right? Because if you, if you give people chances and they don't deserve them, then that, that, that could set people back or, you know, that could set situations or set a situation for a woman back 20 years, right? Cause you don't want to earn something that you don't deserve. Um, but at the same time, I do believe that more companies have to be open to the idea that 
regardless of gender or class or ethnicity or race, that if they have candidates um, and they look fairly equal, that you should give the, the women and the minorities an opportunity because they might be able to do just as well as the non-minorities. Um, and, but I think the, the, the way you judge their performance has to be equal, if that makes sense, or you're actually doing a disservice um, for, you know, women and minorities in that situation. I hope that makes sense. That's a very complicated question that you're asking me. Well, Jason, thank you so, so, so much for coming on to my podcast. Um, this has been such a great conversation. I honestly am so excited to learn more about this topic on financial freedom. And I hope you guys are just as excited as I am. Um, and to encourage you guys to explore more on this topic, Jason has offered $250 to the winner who writes the best essay on why financial freedom is just super, super, super important. All essays are due by June 8th. Thank you guys for so many plays. I love y'all so much. And toodles! Katie, dinner's ready! Anyways, gotta go.